so Kevin's making fun of me for my straight outfit. You're giving me a million reasons to let you go. <gasps> he says I'm in my Joanne era in this. It is very like, I'm going to go pick up trade at the Wawa bathroom. Yeah. And then call them a, a f- after and then yes. punch them in the face and run them over with my lifted Ford F-150. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think my makeup on my face and the skinny jeans, bleach blonde <laughs> hair is kind of tipping it a little bit the other direction, but yeah. Um, Maybe. I know. God, you hire a co-host and then he's homophobic. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> no, geez. No, it's funny. I, I love a good flannel. Do you ever flannel it up? No, I have, go- I have taste. <gasps> oh, do you ever go fishing? I used, to, <gasps> I used to as a kid. Fishing. I used to as a kid. Before we get into fishing, hi guys, welcome hi. back. To beautiful and bothered. Before we go on one of our uh, iconic rants at this point, today's episode we are talking about makeup that should have gone viral. Not just makeup. We have tools, uh, perfume, yeah, and yeah, we're talking about makeup that should have gone viral because yeah. I really feel like social media drives what because it's so overcrowded the entire conversation. That it kind of overshadows what is even brought to people's attention because there's so much stuff. Mm -hmm. So this is stuff we wish could have gone viral to kind of make you more aware of it. So almost think of this as like a best of the best. But Mm -hmm. in past, uh, we've only done like maybe only drugstore, only high end. So this is like a mix of everything. When I was going through the list making my stuff, it's stuff that over the course of like the past couple of years, I was really sitting there thinking, what are products or tools, et cetera, that I have never left my routine. Oh, there are products that I picked mm-hmm. that I've been using for over 10 years yes. that are full staples that I, yeah. if they ever got discontinued, I'm done. I'm totally. not, I'm quitting everything. Yes. Have never been topped. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and newer stuff. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't relate. <laughs> Things that uh, also were new that have like floored us that yeah. blew stuff out of the water before oh, that. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's really what we're going to talk about today. Fishing. So, Fishing. And then I have to tell you about my near homophobic can you chill like getting getting attacked i literally i was preparing for the worst yeah i started to accept it i was like i think this is happening right now but i was like it's during the day and it's in public and there's too many people around so is it gonna happen but anyway let's talk about fishing first and then we'll get to that (laughs) okay yes (laughs) did you ever go fishing as a kid very rarely like we owned fishing poles but i just remember any (laughs) any time i stick with string (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Literally, yes. Uh, it was. It was like kids, probably Fisher Price oh fishing my God, poles or whatever. I love like little, that. yeah. I don't think I hate anything more. No hate to people who like fishing. Oh, gonna be no, no, like, no, 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 Mama, hate to people who like fishing. Just has to. No, yeah. I'm just yeah, yeah. <laughs> that has to be the straightest activity. Now, where did you go fishing as a kid? Blocked it out. Okay. A, a body of water. So there was a reservoir and my town growing up that my dad would have to like go and like check on it. My dad was a cop growing okay. up. So this it pertains to the story because they would send cops in there to make sure and patrol there was the area. No dead bodies. Yeah. Really? People would try and go like swimming in it. And then like, I think there was somebody that died in there. Yeah. And like something had happened where oh, there was God. either a near death experience because there was like houses along the perimeter. So cops would be sent in to check it, whatever, mm-hmm. and make sure people didn't like break in because it wasn't it wasn't like open to the public. Yeah. So we like would go all the time. So whatever. naturally you went to it. Yeah. yeah. So I would have to be like sitting there and I would go just for like the experiences, try and spend time with like my dad and my brothers, whatever. Yeah. But like going there, I just like wouldn't want anything to do with it. There used to be like a mound 
mound of like sand and mm-hmm. I just used to dig in it for hours because I was so bored and I would just like sit there. Yes. So then I did fishing, you know, did it. <laughs> I remember catching a fish. Yeah. And there was probably other times, but there was one in particular. I had a Scooby-Doo fishing pole. Uh-huh. RIP to that yeah. fishing pole because it was like... How do I make this game? Yeah, yeah. Catch a fish. Mm-hmm. Reel it. My dad was like, reel it in. And we always did catch and release. Like, yes. we were never like, yeah. no. Yeah. Reel it in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Bite yeah. the head off yeah. Ozzy Osbourne and just yeah, the yeah. bat head and throw it. So, you know, reel the shit in. I panicked. I was like, ew. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, ew, dad. I, know. I was like, ew, it's like squirming. I know. Well, that was always the added thing. I'm like, not only is this the most boring thing alive, like, but then I'm like, oh, we're hooking a, a sharp needle in a fish's mouth. And they feel it. And, yeah, and it's flopping and dying for our enjoyment. And then we just and we're like, like ha Yeah, <laughs> And then they yeah. have fucking mouth wounds. It was out of the water. I handed him the pole. He goes, okay, I'm going to hold it. Now put your thumb in its mouth Mm-mm. and unhook it. I said- Mary, I'll hold the pole. You yeah. do that. I'm yeah, not you doing that. It. I don't even know what's name. I didn't take it to dinner. I know. I, what if it was a girl fish? And I just remember my like the smell of the fish coming near me. I was like, I know, I know. I was like, get it away from me, please. And it was like the fact that it was alive and I, I was know. like, you stick it in its mouth to like hold. <gasps> I know. Never did it. Never will. I'm sorry. No. And then deep sea fishing. Mary, I'm not trying to get jawsed out here. Totally. Did you ever do that? No. Okay. Yeah. No, but my dad had a boat and we would go out on the boat in like this, I'm going to call it like a bay. There was no fear of like sharks ever. Yeah. Right. Because a, a bay is freshwater, not saltwater. Correct. Yes. So no, you see, no, 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 Mary. Because there was like crabs in the water. There was like, I remember where we went. There was like horseshoe crabs. I don't know. You didn't come here for marine life biology. Yeah, yeah. They were like, oh yeah, be careful when you get out. Like there's like horseshoe crabs and they'll just like, you know. What? what my toe <laughs> yeah. and they were like yeah and i was like <gasps> no get away from me yeah, I so went, i was like no I, I can't we went crabbing but i was really little i almost had lobstering in my head before i said this out loud and Ritz. i was so little i remember just like yeah like whatever they call it, it would be on the dock and then it would be like running at me on the dock and i just remember like ah, like running yeah. away from it as a little you take like, your kid. pink crocs and you're yes. like hitting it as a gay kid when you did things even at whatever age mm-hmm. that you knew were like overly masculine activities. For me, at least there was such an added pressure of like, Oh, I need to really perform sell. this and sell it. <laughs> I sell that I'm enjoying this. Like, like, I was doing hello Dolly yeah, level yeah. of like performance. 100%, I was like, yeah. Full show curtain call. Like the curtains open up and I'm like, I was Fishing Gordon's girl. fisherman. I were horrible. I worked for Gordon's. That's <laughs> how I like, that's the level I was selling it to. Yeah. Did you eat fish sticks as a kid? I did not. I know I had them probably. Drum roll rich. <laughs> I loved a good fish stick. Can we talk about what I walked in on that was sitting on the fucking floor we that had you it. had sitting there? Yeah. Hamburger mother helper. Cheeseburger hamburger helper. Mm. And Casey adds broccoli to it. It's really good. It was so good. I love hamburger helper. Yeah, <laughs> not the squeak. I love it. That is wrong. No. Yep. Well, I feel like it was split between people agreeing with you and me. In the I feel like I need to try today. it now. Maybe we need to make it one day and just like eat s- it on camera. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like nervous, but we should. We should do a it's little taste so test. So let good. us know if you're interested in seeing me vomit on camera. Were you in Boy Scouts? Never. Oh my god, I, I, Mary! I knew enough not to go there because I the gay fear and panic. Are you kidding me? I did Boy Scouts. <gasps> I played baseball. I did no. tackle football. 
What's wrong with you? I don't know. What is wrong I, with you, So Mary? my mom was like one of the Girl Scout leaders for my sisters. I had to go there because like my dad worked and my mom was doing that after school with them. So I w- was there, I don't even know, from like first grade to like fourth grade, whatever, fifth grade maybe, whenever they were doing it. And I said to my mom, are there like Boy Scouts? And she was like, yeah. My gay ass thought, because I was like a pseudo Girl Scout, I thought it was just boys Doing what they pine were doing. cones. Yeah, yeah, making oh, pine cone and crafts. And then sewing, sewing totally. skirts. I thought it was like <laughs> yeah. cookies and crafts. That's what I thought it well, was. Well, Mary, I always wanted Girl Scouts. In hindsight, I should have just stayed there. I wanted to be a brownie. There. Yeah, I should have just stayed there. I wanted to be a brownie, and I wanted a brownie. Yeah, yes. yeah. And I joined Boy Scouts, I no. did, and I did it like too long. That was horrible. Like in the woods, like overnight camping in a tent. Did I ever tell you the baseball story of how I became the pitcher on my baseball team? No. I was younger. I had to be in like sixth, seventh grade. I was always horrible. Horrible. Every team I was on, last pick, I was in one of the outfield, whatever, because I would like kick grass and like play with the dirt. And I always was like pissed because I was like, I'm not doing anything. Cut to the next year, my coach says to everybody, like kind of getting a feel for what people had done. He was like, okay, so what positions has everyone played? Like, have you done this, this, this? My dumb ass in my head, I go, I'm going to lie. I'm going to say I've pitched. So he takes me seriously. Start out, say you've been president, and then I'll settle for secretary of state. I go, I say to him, I'm like, yeah. I was like, I pitched. Doesn't miss a beat. Goes, okay, you're the pitcher. Whole season. (laughs) Were you good at it? Do you know how many people I hit with the ball? (laughs) (laughs) I had to become good at it. Oh my God. And I went home to my dad and I was like, you have to teach me how to pitch. Me and this other kid pitched the entire season and I had to like panic teach myself how to pitch. How did you hit people? With the ball. Like when I was pitching. The person batting. I hit the batter. You hit the batter. Okay. Because I was like, did you throw it to like the... No. The bleed, I almost said the stadium. The bleed, yeah, the stadium. Yeah, yeah. You were in, we you were in doing... Fenway Park. No, I hit batters. Yeah. Oh my God. Like yeah. in the head? No, I don't think in the head. Like probably in the leg or oh, the side. Oh, fierce, Mary. Arm. Yeah. I will say it, w- it was better than I thought, but I never should have like lied about it. I regret that this decision. Is wh- this is what you get for lying on that resume, girl. I know. And then I did football, two years of flag, one year of tackle. I was always on the bench, especially in tackle because I, that whole situation... Aren't you glad you were? Oh my God, Kevin. I have visceral memories of getting out of the car for football practice and like getting the pads on. And when I tell you that's like the earliest memories I have of being physically sick to my stomach of like, this is hell on earth. Like I want to get out of this at all costs. My only sports thing I ever did was kindergarten soccer. Oh my God. The kinder kickers. Yeah. And so gay. Mary, I remember there was one day, I remember this like it was yesterday. My mom and my cousin were watching me at like the sideline. Everyone's running. I stop in my tracks. I look at them and I say, I'm not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go get some ice cream. I was yeah. like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. And everyone was like running. And I remember my coach was one of the kids' dads. Yeah. And he was like, come on, like, let's go. And I was like, honestly, can I just do like the goalie thing? He's not doing anything. And he yeah. was like, hmm. And it was his son, I think. <laughs> and I was like, oops, sorry. Oh my God, I cannot. I, we had very different experiences growing up. I also up. did three years of basketball. Okay. What Kevin. age did you do this from? 
Oh my God. Baseball and football were younger. Like that had to be, like I don't how know. old uh, were you doing tackle football? Whatever the first year you can do tackle is like, so Jeez. I don't know, maybe I was like 11 or 12 or no. something. Oh, girl. And then baseball was around that time as well before that and during it. And then basketball wasn't until sixth, seventh and eighth grade. I don't think I did it in eighth grade. I want to say, but Again, horrible at basketball, at least, yeah. But I was horrible at football. I never was in. And I'll never forget, like, near the end of the season, our head coach, who was petrifying, never spoke to me. We were scrimmaging. So, like, the, uh, us playing, you know, half and half our team. And so they needed me because it was a scrimmage. And I'll never forget, it was, like, the end of the season. The head coach, like, opens up the playbook and is like, okay, we're going to do this, this, and this. And this was the end of the season. That's the day I learned there was like plays. Like I thought they just said ran around and everyone was like, like just (laughs) ran around and fucking tried to tackle someone. Like I didn't know there was like a strategy to it. I swear to God. I swear to God. I just thought it was a free just wild turkey. Like I didn't know there was a like a plan. I didn't know there was a plan. So I look at him and I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm looking at the things and the lines. What do you mean I gotta run here and I see the X's and the O's? When I tell you he looked at me with so much disgust. And I was just like, thank God. Oh yeah, it was like one of the last things of the season. I was like, wow, I'm I am that's how unused I was that all my years in football, you didn't even the coaches know. never even thought to like describe what a play was to me because that's how useless. Well, they honestly, thought but I was. like, how do they expect kids to find out about it? Like, if somebody doesn't explain, well, where I played football, like the town I grew up in, was very much the typical stereotype Got of it. a bunch of dads that were mad that they didn't become professional football players. All of their sons that they like held yeah. a gun to their head to play football. All of their sons were the star football players, and their sons' friends, and anyone else that they didn't wasn't in their circle they acted like we were on the patriots everybody else they just ignored because it was like they took it as seriously as like professional football you know what i've always wondered too especially with like kids games like that with like parents that get like very competitive yeah do you think they place money down on those games oh maybe do you think they like bet on their kids i believe it they hand their kid like a knife and he's like yeah number 12 (laughs) yeah yeah shank them yeah yeah mama's got 200 on this (laughs) yeah totally take him out at the knee yes how much you gotta do hammer and just like Absolutely. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You did not have to deal with that trauma. Yeah, because I knew very early on that I was more of like an artsy kind of kid. Oh my God. I have memories of going to after school hours too. I always did art classes, whatever, but after school I did these um, pottery classes. I did ceramics and everything and I wanted to be so creative and I was like, no, this is what I want to do in my free time. Like, I don't want to do sports. I'm not doing this. And my parents were like, you don't have to. Like, A, don't get that like twisted. Just because you're a boy doesn't mean you have to to do this shit yeah and i was like work and my yeah. parents always were like super supportive of me doing like art stuff and like yeah i couldn't have been more grateful that they didn't try push you into to like it. push me into it my mother knew yeah when i looked at her when she was on that field and i said i'm not doing this i think she knew i know and i was like girl this ain't for me this ain't it because my brother did like hockey and shit i was like oh oh, oh. no <laughs> and i think i like slowed down with everything like sixth seventh eighth grade because that's when i discovered theater and barbara streisand oh my so god the rest was history yeah, yeah. the minute i saw funny girl pfft, that was a wrap. It wasn't funny, girl. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. 
<laughs> that was a rat, and the rest was history because then it was theater theater. Well, I'm glad that ended last year. Totally. And you finally found out last mm-hmm. year that this is what you wanted to do. Hung up my pads. Yeah, you yeah. learned about Cher last year. Last it's year. Very, yeah, yes. Love that Without for you. a doubt. Childhood trauma. All right, we're going to take a break and uh, we're going to come back with your near death experience homophobic story and yeah. then uh, our products that should have gone viral. We'll be right back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the other day I was going to get gas before mm-hmm. work, you know, yeah. I'm fully glammed out. Yes. And so, you know, yeah. So oh, I was like, that. you know, yeah. <laughs> you're like glammed out for work, for work, for, for work, for, or for work, work. What time was it? I will not say, but it, I'm going to say the hour was 12 and you decide it was between 12 and 2 a.m. <laughs> so I was getting gas and mm-hmm. I, you know, pull in whatever. And I always like, we've talked about this when I have that fear of like, when I'm fully glammed out, I don't oh, want to go. No, there are certain places where I'm just not going to go, but. Totally. A gas station, I've done it, whatever. And so for those of you who don't know that in New Jersey, you don't pump your own gas. There's attendance. So I was in New Jersey getting gas and I was on my way to work and the guy comes up. I rolled down my window. He like is walking towards the front of my car. So I see him coming. So I'm like getting my card and I like go to turn to my open window. And I was like, oh, hi, like fill it regular. He's staring at me and won't take the card yet. Oh God. What felt like... An eternity. An eternity was probably a few seconds. And he goes, okay. And like takes my card. So I was like, okay. All right. Because then he, I could tell he was, he like put my card in and did like the whole thing with my gas cap, whatever. The gas was flowing. I could hear it. And he's like on the side of it, still standing by my car. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? And now you're trapped because it's like in your, you know. Oh, Mary, I would pull away and rip it out. Like an old person when they rip it out of the thing and they (laughs) drive away with it. So I'm sitting in my car and I'm like, my window is still down because I'm like, let whatever, if this guy needs to say something like more power to you, like be a dick. He like kind of looks at me again and I like look out the window. Yeah. And he goes, hmm, do you um do a drag queen? And I said, do I do a what? I said, I'm sorry, come again? Do I what? And I immediately got defensive. Do I do Do a a drag drag queen? queen. Yes. And I said, no. And I made him repeat himself. And he's like, so you don't do drag? I said, no. Yeah. I said, why are you asking? Is there something on my face? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Full on pearl. Is there something on my face? And he was like, no, no, I'm just asking because you're like, you know. Gay. And I was yeah. like, I'm what? I'm like, come on, bitch. Say yeah. it. Yeah. Say it, bitch. Like, yeah. And he's like, no, you just like have makeup on and you look nice. Like maybe you should. And I was like, he's like yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And what I thought was homophobia turned out to be sexy. 
it, <gasps> he was getting a little a little, a little raunch yeah, and he yeah. was like no maybe you should he's like you already yeah. look great and Ooh, i was like pretty girl yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back of the hand stroking my face yeah yeah because you just yeah do you do drag yeah do i do, do, a, do drag a drag queen yeah yeah <laughs> and i was like oh, i was God. so uncomfortable and he's just looking at me and the other person's thing like you hear the gas like pop when it's done and his like the person in front of me went off and i was like yeah yeah, yeah, and he yeah. He should uh, attend yeah, he, oh to the God. other person. And he like wasn't leaving my car. And then he was yeah. like, I hope you have a great day. And I was like, You too. Oh. Holy. F-. And I like yeah. rolled the window up and I was like, Oh my God. It's so weird. F-. And I have never had, no, that's a lie. I was going to say, I've never had somebody hit on me with makeup yeah. on or who I thought was homophobic. And then, yeah. but that's happened before too, <gasps> where it like feels homophobic. And then they come out of left field where he didn't break like the inflection in his voice. So it mm-hmm. still sounded kind of like, what's your problem? Like you're the problem. So yes. I was like a little afraid. It was so weird. I went home and told Dan about it. He's like, Ooh. I was like, no, shut up. No, because <laughs> it's wild. uncomfortable. Maybe he didn't feel comfortable in the setting he was in. And maybe he comes across a lot of people that it's hard for him to hit on a customer. Yeah. But maybe don't. I don't really think hitting on people should be his priority. And you have about maybe a minute and a half. This is worse than speed dating. <laughs> Do not try and get yes. in my DMs right now. And I was I like, uh-huh. This feels very forced. You're coming out the gate a little hot. Wow. Just staring at me. Yeah. Mind you, because then I'm thinking about it. When I left, I was like, whether he was interested or not, he came across more interested than I would have liked. But maybe coming out the gate, you shouldn't be staring at me like you want to rearrange my insides on the outside. How about that? Yeah, yeah. For you both. look like you want to gut me and hang up my intestines and like hang yes. them up on shower curtains, girl. Like yeah. you're scaring me. Like it was a little like ooky spooky. I'm going to kill you, but I'm attracted to you kind of vibe. And isn't that crazy? Because we're obviously being gay guys. We're in such a weird niche where doing makeup doesn't yeah. it make you feel so bad for women that have to go through that constantly it's, like the, the guy at the club like hey girl like <gasps> all the time did i ever tell you my club experience no oh god so again but that weird kind of like insinuating oh we're in this environment this is all going to be welcomed kind of yeah. thing which i feel bad for people that go through this like especially women on the regular go through this yeah. like you're saying like it's horrible and there was a girl that i knew she was getting drinks at the bar like she was talking to the bartender i was just kind of like oh like yeah give me this whatever the girl was like trying to talk to me and she was like oh my god how have you been i was like fine fine whatever and like brushing her i don't really know her yeah i like turn to my friend get our drinks and then she was like, oh, wait, before you go, like, my friend wants to, like, know, like, if you want to, like, you know, hook up or whatever. And so I look right past her at him, and I was like, so if you had something to say to me, you could just say it. Yeah. I said, we're grown adults. And yeah. I said, I think that's really weird. You're liaisoning. You're making Third your grade. friend hit on me. Like, yeah. yeah, like, I have a crush on him, like, circle yes or no and give it to <laughs> yes, him. Like, yes. she was like, oh, can he buy you a drink? I said, I have one. He can keep it. Yeah. And I walked away. I was yeah. like, no. I never went, like, clubbing. And the one time I went to a club that it was hysterical, we went for a friend of mine's birthday. Birthday. So it was like my sister yeah. and her boyfriend. Now her husband was there. This is my brother-in-law who Travis and Trevor is inspired by. So keep that in mind. Obviously with uh, Travis and uh, Trevor is like, there's obviously when I started making those skits, there's an element of like them being uncomfortable in that situation. My brother-in-law isn't, but we're at the club and this guy, this gay guy like comes up and starts like hitting on John, my brother-in-law. And he is like standing there and he's like oblivious because he's so nice. And he's like, yeah, man, like, you know, like talk to him, whatever. And then I think, I don't know if he asked for his number, whatever the case is. And then he was like, oh, 
oh, oh no, sorry. Like, uh, and he's like, that, that's my girlfriend. Like, and he like points at my sister. So he <laughs> does that. Then this guy goes over to another guy, gets rejected and then comes over to me. So I'm third choice. So comes over to me and, and I know this is the case because he tried to do you it with two people we were him. with. Yeah. In our group comes over to me and starts like telling me like his opening line was like, am I going to pride? And I'm like, no, like, and <laughs> starts saying how he's like, he hasn't been eating because, and he was like a bigger dude. Like he was like muscly, more masculine looking. And especially at the time I was even skinnier than I am now. I was like rail thin starts telling me how he hasn't been eating for a couple months, barely eating because he's trying to fit into his speedo at pride. Yada, yada. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like, this is something I can relate to. And I'm like in hell. And then he says to me, dead serious, he goes, he's like, after we've been talking for like three minutes, he's like, wow, he's like, you're like 90% like less queenie than I thought you were going to be. And I would I, have slapped the f*** out of him. And I look at him and I go, you're the one talking about how you're anorexic because you're trying to fit into a Speedo at Pride and you have the audacity to tell me about how masculine or feminine you think I am after you just hit on two people in my party and are only coming up to me because they're both straight. Have a good one. Like, <laughs> you an asshole yeah like oh it just was the worst God. that's why i never went out clubbing or did anything like that when i would go to like bars or clubs or whatever the case like i would never get to the point where i was like blackout drunk mm-hmm. i would eventually get sick from like the car ride the sidewalk hot dog you yeah. <laughs> the gray water hot dog that i used to yeah. eat yeah yeah Hundred percent, and then the hot dog too. On top of that, totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like every time you go there, like I have my wits about me. Where people go there to black out and they don't care where they end up. I'm like, I can't go into a space no. where I'm not in control. Totally. And then, but seeing people like out of control come up to me and trying to hold a conversation, I'm like, have a good one. Keep it pushing. Have I good, know. Like, get out. When I see somebody coming, I want to be like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just I cannot. I yeah. can't. I can't stomach that. I would say from like 21 to 20. Two, even just that year alone, I was like going out a lot. And then I was like, this is not it. I hate this. I fucking hate this shit. I know. Because it's like, it's just the environment. Like, I don't want to be in a sweaty basement, essentially. The music's too loud. So loud. I can't hear what you're saying. And you're this far away from me. I know. I'm like trying to read your lips. Like, I'm like, uh huh. Like, the drinks are $15. It ain't worth it. I'd rather be having like a game night at home with like dinner and snacks and drinks. Totally. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What, let's watch Funny Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one else. Serious. Yeah, I just want to stay home and have a Barbra Streisand marathon. Oh, maybe not that. <laughs> yeah, girl, not that. Don't come for Barbra Streisand. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, take a break and come back with our products that should have been viral. Yes. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, girl, we are back with our products that should have been viral. So this is one of yours to start it. So let's kick it off. Yes. So this is actually the, not the, even the OG. Yes. The Sephora collection number 47 was the OG. This had come along after. So it's the Ulta Beauty number 12 foundation brush. And my God, they did it right. And they did it for half the price. You turned me onto this. I mean, how long ago? That was five years ago, maybe six so years long. ago. It was because this was right 
as I started doing bridal makeup almost six years ago. Was it you really? You turned me on to this. Wow. Yes. Now, did you ever use it as a concealer brush? Yes. Oh my God. As a concealer brush, this is how I started using this type of brush because I was like, oh, it fits right in yeah. like underneath the eye and everything. And I loved the shape of it. And then using it as like a foundation brush, blending out contour, cream blush, yes. everything. It is my do it all. I will say the density of this one was better than the Sephora. And now the Sephora one is actually redone now. They mm. redid the bristles so it's more domed and not as just flat. flat. So this one, though, the way that Exquisite. they crafted the brush, I have so many of these. I at know. Home. You want another gag? I never used a brush for foundation until you made me buy this. Shut up. Because I was a beauty blender person. I, I was always, always a brush was person. A beauty blender. And yeah, that's right. I was yes. always brushes. You were more beauty blender and for this, foundation. I would say, is like, honestly, the very first liquid makeup brush that or I should say the very first makeup brush I started using with liquid that turned me on and I never looked back. Speaking oh of which, should we grab the house labs concealer brush? Where is she? Is that outsider? No, it's in no, here. I, I brought you it grabbed in. it. Oh God, it's in the mound. Do you want to tell so, people about the concealer? I actually just posted a video. <gasps> oh my on God. Yes. Instagram. Kevin, your little, uh, and TikTok. And TikTok, yes. This one's doing makeup reviews finally. Yes. I mean, you've done other ones. But yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Follow Kevin on like, TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. So I finally got into it. And then I recently got the House Labs. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I can't wait to try it. Because I was a little nervous not being able to feel it or see the shade. So they were like, pick shades that you think. And they actually ended up picking shades that were better really for good. me that I didn't even know. And let me tell you something. This is amazing. It's a deep puffing concealer that smooths out. It's going to blur. And this actually, like for concealer to claim that it's blurring and smoothing and depuffing i feel like it's the first one on the market that actually does what it claims now the brush let me tell you something about this brush mary okay so we finally found <laughs> yes. the brush and concealer so this is an amazing concealer like i was saying oh it's a God. medium to full coverage amazing for mature skin yes and let me tell you about this brush so back to the brush which oh my we, God, literally, tell me. we said this when we were talking about this that we <gasps> hoped it wasn't going to be like the foundation Just where like it was the foundation texture. we wanted a hydrating thing and I said on that episode, I hope it's a more full coverage version of the NYX Serum Concealer. It's exactly what it is. It's it exactly literally what is it exactly is. what it is. Again, House Labs, not sponsored. Doesn't even send me PR after millions of followers. So we're going to give you free product placement. Oh, my God. Put it right there. Listen. And then the concealer brush, which you little gay nugget, which I, people were saying last week, they're going to make a thing or two weeks ago. He bought this for me, shows up with this and the concealer. Look at this one. I know the concealer brush. Look. At well, this. I wanted you to experience it too. And I wanted it to be oh, your shades too. Yes. So I didn't want you to just try my shades because we're a little different. So I was like, yes. I looked up Johnny's foundation shade and then matched the concealers and then which it was spot on. Let me tell you something. When Both. shades are suggested, because I even said this in my review, I was like, or maybe it got cut out and I might've took it out. But usually when they suggest a shade, I'm like, yeah, Mary, I'll don't tell me what to do. Yes. Don't tell mama what yeah. to do. I will pick for myself. Thank you. Totally. And the shades I picked for myself. And then when they sent them in, I was like, wow, they like completely just like whatever, like screw yeah. me and what I wanted. Spot on. I was wrong. And, and they were right. You were saying for me, they also, you can pick like one that matches you and then and one the, that brightens. And they give you on the Sephora website, they give you the one that brightens and one that matches. And that's how I found these for you. It and literally said to get four and 13 for and you. That's exactly I said, what how worked. would they even know? And they're two I different. Know. 
different undertones totally. for you. It's weird. Because I was between, for my under eyes, this was four. I was between three and four. Mm-hmm. They were both as brightening, but four had four. a little bit more of a yellowy, or I should say peach in it, yeah. that it color corrected and covered more. So, so it was spot on. So I would say if you guys are on the fence, like, or want to match yourself and you have, you know, your foundation shape. Go to Sephora.com. Trust the, yeah. the finder. And then yep. this brush. It's very much like this. The same density with that domed. And I mean, this fits like a dream under the and it's literally a mini size of the foundation brush i thought it was going to be too small when i opened up the box and i saw mine i almost passed out i was like it is the perfect concealer brush the perfect size (gasps) and i fell in love with it so house labs we need to hop on that pr list girl i know it's about time it's about damn time it's about damn time um yeah yeah we don't know if it's about downtime yet. We, yeah, yeah but anyway, back to the Ulta Beauty. Absolutely uh, incredible. This is one of my favorites. I wish, and I don't wish this would go viral. The only reason why I wish it would go viral is that they don't discontinue it. Yes. And you know what's crazy? I'm a big, also a proponent of foundation brushes like that compared to something that's more of a buffing brush. So mm-hmm. this is the Smashbox one. I like this because I can still use mm-hmm. something like this to do the same. That, yeah. But the reason I like something like that where that is almost like, let's call it a paddle brush is because I don't like foundation brushes, big Jagunda ones that you buff like oh, this because yeah. it just aggravates texture. It just is breaking, bringing well, all I that texture up. with that one. Yes. I like press in the skin. I use this almost like a beauty yeah. blender where yep. you're going like this. Yep. Yep. With yep. something like that, I if strike. I am going to, I go down because that's the way the baby hair, the phallus hair, the dead skin, etc. That's the phallus? direction. Phallus hair is like almost the little peach fuzz invisible hair. That's like the term for it. Phallus sounds like another word that sounds like Phallic it's... is what you're thinking. Yep. That's... Sexual, of course. Yes. I love to go down with it because I feel like that doesn't aggravate texture as much as why I love that. But the contour on this brush just hugs the nose. It puts everything on like a dream. I love this one. Oh my God. 10 out of 10. So if you ever see this, get a few of them. You're going to thank me later. Mm -hmm. One for concealer, one for foundation. Don't be mixing those colors and then get one for like cream blush and bronzer to like blend that out. Yes. To die for. Amazing. All right. What do we have next? What's the official name of this? We have the Trixie Cosmetics Bronzing Stick, right? Is that all it's called? So my God, this is newer. And the reason I have to add this is because A, the shades are so perfectly placed out. Mm-hmm. B, this completely dupes my Hindash liquid contour where it is that beautiful consistency. It's what I'm wearing today. It goes on like butter and is the perfect neutral across the board where it's a one and done product. Like I'm not doing right now when you really want to do natural makeup, I'm not going to do contour and bronzer. And a Especially even when I do super just light makeup like I have on right now, I will tend to do a more cool tone like contour powder because I think it looks more natural than orangey or tannish bronzer when you're not doing a full beat. So that's what I love about this, that it's neutral. So it really is a one and done thing, but it has that cream to powder almost dry down, stay in place, doesn't make me more oily, but beautiful amount of blend time. And I use shade number uh, three, Sunset Tina. And this for me, the packaging, the price, if you want an amazing cream bronzer, especially as we head into winter and you get a little bit more dry, I think that is actually the time where I want to use more creams and I can use more creams because I'm not getting as oily in the winter. Yeah. So this is just 
10 out of 10. I've been waiting to get my hands on this. And every single time I go on the website, it's sold out. Uh, every yeah. shade. I think they have maybe the last two shades are in stock. Mm-hmm. The other shades are completely gone. For like a smaller company, they take forever. So I'm like yeah. waiting. But I think I'm going to get either the probably the first or the second one. And I'm just like, I'm going to scream I know. Trixie Cosmetics restock this immediately I can't wait oh, honorable mention here I gotta put in the cream blushes it's so not the exact on. same formula but it's the same packaging twist up just as beautiful I know I love those I have a few of those at home and I ordered them when they first came out and I regret the day that this launched mm-hmm. I wanted to get this in the t-shirt and they both sold out oh, so the t-shirt I was so pissed I wanted that and I, and I said I want it because I missed the pillow yeah and then I missed the t-shirt because that the t-shirt sold out. I went five minutes after it launched. Yeah. It was gone. Oh, I yeah. Know. Trixie Cosmetics really pops off. You got to set an alarm and be ready. At the ready. And this will work on every single skin type. Mature yeah. skin, dry skin, oily skin. It is hydrating enough for dry and mature, but it has the dry down and the, and the cream to powder where it's not going to settle on mature skin and it's not going to make oilier combo more oily. This formula is stunning. I, and the I, shade range is oh, perfect. It's a perfect product. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So next up we have the Sephora Collection High Precision Eyeliner. <laughs> I said that's so weird. Did that not come out weird? <laughs> You did it in one breath. So there was a like <coughs> high precision eyeliner. Yeah, Tracy. 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 If it's not clear, also we're we're going back and forth. So the brush was your pick. Trixie was mine. Oh, yes. And now this is yes. yours. We're kind of rotating. So Yes. So this eyeliner has been one of my favorites, I think, since I started at Sephora when I it was 2013. They completely rebranded. Oh no. Mama need more juice. You are a juicy. Juicy juice. <laughs> Do you remember juicy juice? I never got juicy juice because my mom was like, that is sugar water. Sugar water. Sugar water. <laughs> <laughs> that ah! scene in Men in Black scarred me when I was little. Wait, and then he goes, Yes, him not fitting in the skin. Yeah. Sugar. I want sugar water. Literally. Oh, my God. That haunted me for years. Oh, same. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, so I love this eyeliner. This has been around since the dawn of time. And they used to have a lot of products in the same kind of packaging, different colors, all that, yada, yada. Oh, they did have colors of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, not of this particular formula. Okay. You're thinking of the same packaging, different colors, like the brown, the blue, the gray, the green. Yeah. It wasn't this brush. Oh, So this one is the bristles. The other one were the the felt markers style. Which is fine, but this, what I love about it is the perfect wing eyeliner Mm. every time. This is not a waterproof formula. comes off with water. My eyes always tear. This does not move. This Mm. does not run. You go to take it off, though, and it's off like a dream. The most sharp lines you will ever make in your life. Wow. $12, I think. $12 or $14. It's insanely, insanely affordable. There are so many like this on the market. This is the best one I've ever tried. I've tried the Milani. I've tried the Elf. I've tried every yeah. single brush tip dip like inkwell liner. Yeah. This is by far the maddest black liner. There is no vinyl. It dries down to a I matte that. black finish. When I left Sephora, I literally bought five of these. I know. I was like, I need to stock up. It's that was so the best silly. part of our Sephora discount was oh Sephora collection because we got 40%. 40% off. In your own words, why is a matte 
eyeliner better because obviously I know why, but yeah, if you want to, you know, I personally, take- and even I always liked a matte eyeliner to differentiate between my shimmer shadows and then my matte liner. And it yes. gave you more, it looks cleaner. It gives you a cleaner punch to the eye too, because that yes. matte line, since there's no light reflecting off of it. Yes. Sometimes with when like a shine liner can catch light. And then it almost looks like your eyeliner is like a little too like hazy and it skips and it's not clean. It's showing that a, the texture on your skin, it's showing any imperfection. Think when you think, Think matte, matte, matte black eyeliner. Think Adele. Yes. That is like On the that cleanest, album cover where it's just like yes. her eyes. Whoever where it's just like up to did that. her goddamn eyeliner. For that On her liner. album covers, I hope, is living a blessed life. Because it's probably dead with how long he had to sit there okay, and do it. And we're going to talk about something. This is how insane we are. I know you're going to understand this. Uh-huh. Adele's eyeliner literally made me change my entire eyeliner game. Because I used to stare at her album cover and even in person honestly when she'd perform live anything oh yeah i would just look at her and i would be like why is that eyeliner so incredible like you know what i'm trying to say like from a makeup artist standpoint i was like there's something about this that is exceptional what is it and i would stare and stare and stare and what i realized was and i always used to do it this way where the wing would go out and then it would almost come in and go straight and then down into the inner corner. I realized with Adele's liner, if you really look at photos of her or her album cover, whoever does her wing liner accentuates her so much more. And it's this little subtle difference that is absolutely to die for. It comes straight out and then it goes in the way it needs to, but then it goes back up and follows the exact shape of her top lash line. So basically what I learned was right around in the dead center, which you kind of overlook because it's all about the wing and it's all about making it thinner as it goes in, but right in the dead center of your eye, when you think you should just be going straight, straight, and then down, go in and then start to curve and this, and then follow the shape of the eye. What? a goddamn difference it makes. And that is what is so flawless about Adele's thought liner. about that. I would look at her and I'd be like, I have wow, to figure I'm that out. And look I started that doing cover. that on my clients when I was doing bridal makeup. My God, it just made all the difference. It was wow. absolutely stunning. So what I used to end up doing was I would actually start my wing liner from the inside, get it from thin to a little bit thicker, perfectly yeah. following the exact shape as though I wasn't going to do a wing and then I would add the wing opposed to starting with the wing and going in. Do you know what's actually kind of crazy now that you described it that way? I feel like I do that and I probably don't even think about it. Yeah. You and I both have hooded eyes. I'm not really a huge wing liner person because yeah. to get the wing out past my hood, it needs to be big. I need to do a big, oh, I, big wing. I go to my hairline. That's what I mean. Or you won't see it. It's just going to get yeah. caught in the hood. Like it's yeah. going to get covered up by this. Yeah. So you have to go farther down and farther out yeah. than you think. Because I was always eyes open looking straight with hooded eyes. Yes. You always want to look straight into the mirror. Don't like tilt your head back, stretch yes. your eye, anything. And I always had to do my wings that way. And Which we could actually go more into because I have a yeah. product on this list that <gasps> has perfected oh, my wing okay. liner ability. Perfect. So we'll go into that. Yeah. yeah. But, but no, I got to is... try this. I, I don't think I've, I probably did back in those I'll bring days, you one next but time. I gotta, I gotta yeah, try it again. It's absolutely amazing. Love it. Next up is the She Glam Skin Focus Powder Foundation. Yes. Where do we begin? 
And I honestly feel like we'll we'll let them know what the other pick was. So this is my pick. Your pick is my pick the is the color color pop powder foundation. Fresh. Yes, the pretty fresh. the pretty fresh foundation. So powder. we're going to kind of put these together yep. because we both pick powder foundation, and they do very similar things too. Of why I love both in what we love about powder foundation, they do the same. But to me, there's a big difference in why these are both worth. Getting or what the difference? Oh, a couple. The difference. (laughs) The difference. The hyaluronic. (laughs) Hyaluronic. I just saw another commercial came on for that the other day, and it wasn't Eva Longoria. It was like a narrator, and then even the narrator was saying it like that. Hyaluronic. Hyaluronic. I'm like, why is L'Oreal making these people do this? Really punctuate all those syllables. Okay, here's why I love a powder foundation. And to be honest with you, you are you have been the king of powder foundations forever. Thank you. I was late to the game. I was afraid of them. I just felt like if I put more powder on it was gonna make me look more textured or it was gonna look dry or whatever but you were always such an amazing kind of uh connoisseur of understanding how to apply powder foundations to be able to actually do the opposite to fill and blur and smooth oh yeah and what this has allowed me to really do is actually dial back my liquids because you don't need to put as much liquid foundation and concealer on and when you get any age any age when you get an amazing powder foundation it can pick up the slack for what you didn't put on with liquid and look not only look more natural but wear better because powder wears better than liquid so i have dialed back how much liquid i'm using so much and these pick up the slack so much so what what do you think are the similarities or what what, what's your favorite aspect about powder speaking for both that i love when i go in after and i press in a foundation powder that looks smoothing it doesn't change the color of my foundation it doesn't make my base darker even though they have the ability to make it look airbrushed and smooth and give me a little bit more coverage they don't alter the color of my face do you remember the day I came up to you at work? We, you were doing a makeover at the beauty studio and you were doing this younger girl. God bless her. I hope she's doing better. Her acne was off the charts. I think I do it was remember like, this. almost like cystic. Yeah. And I was watching you and I was like, how the fuck are you getting her skin so full coverage that you did not see a blemish? But it was so smooth. And seamless. And I came up to you and I said, how the f*** do you do that? That's when you taught me press and roll. Yeah. Press and roll with the powder. Oh, my God. And it was... and. People always used to tell me too. They were like, "Oh, I just I have a powder brush at home." I'm like, "No, no, 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 Mary! <laughs> you need that flat, like fluffy flat yes. brush, almost like the number fifty from Sephora collection. That like where it domes. It's very, very, very fluffy. Very like very much like this. Yes, where it can go flat on like both sides, so you could pick up the powder with one and not this." You could do something like you that could. too. Okay. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm trying to find like the wrong uh, brush. This. Oh, if anything is too, yes. So okay. we don't want to do anything that's too much of like the dome. a dome shape that's yeah. fluffy because that is going to pick up the powder but not dispense it right on the face. Yes. You need something with a little bit more density in the bristles where you can, it's still fluffy. You pick it up with one side yes. of it and you want to almost press and pat this into the skin and like roll that in the skin yes. right over texture, over pore. And I would go, I would pinch the brush even more when it's flat and get into the nose and I would like bop it in. And then I would take a little bit more of a lighter color and go right underneath the eye and set it with a brighter shade too. If I needed extra, if somebody was going up like red carpet glam and they were like, I'm having photos taken. I need to look snatched. I was like, I got you. Absolutely. So that's what I love about both. Now I will say 
The only downside to why the She Glam one is a little bit better, mm. um, the shade range of the ColourPop, you have about, I want to say in Ulta stores, there's maybe 20. Okay. She Glam is like 40 shades. Insanity. If not more. I have to give it to them. They really, I mean, the ColourPop one is excellent. It seems like it's refillable. So I, oh, it is. Yes. Yeah. So, but I will say as well, the difference between these two for me is I consider the ColourPop is not quite as full coverage. This is more of a dupe right. for the Charlotte Tilbury airbrush powder, where it's that yes, one hundred percent veil. If you don't have yeah. a lot to cover, I have maybe more redness. I would want to cover. I would use the She Glam because She Glam you can get medium to full coverage out of it. It and that is price point seven eight dollars. ColourPop is gonna would be better for someone like you that you don't have as much redness and you just want almost that veil to go yeah. on top of things. Where I would maybe use the She Glam because that can fully cover redness, acne, like the girl with acne. I've worn it alone. Oh, yes, worn it alone, totally. My uh, bachelor party, I wore the powder foundation. It was completely alone. Did you really? Yeah, because I partnered with them for it, and I was obsessed with it, and I I filmed the video doing nothing but the She Glam powder the morning of my bachelor party. So that's all I was wearing. Oh my gosh. And I yeah, think, your skin looked good that day oh too. God, that was I like really beautiful. It. Just for that too. Like, and it's completely waterproof. The she glam powder. I, in my video, my short, I dunk it in water and you just, the water beads right up. Oh off my it. God. Yeah. The, the girl had a video where she did that too. I think she poured water all over yeah. it and was like, it didn't sink in and create yeah, that film. Not water resistant, waterproof. Yeah. Like it's insanity. So that's, that's really the difference for me. If you're a Charlotte Tilbury airbrush powder, you just yeah. want something that think of the, color pop almost in the sense of kind of like a finishing powder like a little bit of like that veil on top of the skin you can yeah. build it up slightly but i would say if you're looking for anything of like more of a medium like coverage wise medium to full that's where i think the she glam is more full and i like too with the she glam you get a little powder puff in there too yes so it's really nice that you can like create coverage with that i don't love doing that all the time but yeah. it is nice you have the option yes and i mean again price point wise is great unbelievable so you can really like get a couple shades if you want to experiment with them yes. and go crazy absolutely all right now we're gonna hop on while it's still fresh in your minds uh speaking of the wing eyeliner thing uh this is the eye method eyeliner stamps holy you Jagunda. gave this to me girl okay. you gave this to me and now i'm like so obsessed. many products iMethod comes out with. It's really like user friendly stuff. So you can get this on Amazon. Normally, I think it's like $20 and they're like uh, official retailer on Amazon. You can get it for $20. I think right now it's on sale for like 12 as we're filming. But you get two because one of the stamps is for the right eye and the other one is for the left eye. Why I love this so much is because you don't necessarily get the perfect wing out of it. You're not going to get a perfect wing liner. But there's two reasons this was iconic for me. Was A, as someone with hooded eyes, it really allowed me to have my head forward looking in the mirror because the thing with hooded eyes is if you tilt your head back and put it where you think it is and then you go forward, the hood comes down and it's going to cover and the angle is going to be wrong. So I can look straight and I can use the eyeliner stamp to perfectly position like i'll put it on and like i said the tip isn't going to be perfectly sharp you're not going to get an amazing wing but what this gives you is the perfect angle which is always oh, yeah. my problem whenever i cut my wing liner it's because it's too low or too high this gives me the perfect angle 
That's A. But B, why this became a holy grail for me, was the other end. The actual eyeliner is amazing. To die for. Does not dry out. Because even I love like the Rare Beauty liner. But sometimes when I it's store that skippy. upside down, it's either too juicy where I take it out and it's almost like dripping because it's the, the brush tip. Yeah, yeah. And it's so the minute I touch it to my eye, it like goes everywhere in little lines because it's so moist yeah or then it's too dry where it's skipping (gasps) where this to me is so perfect it's a bigger marker which is crazy that you can be so accurate with it if you're someone that struggles with wing liner i'm telling you this is or even just wants a regular eyeliner pen that is to die for i've been absolutely obsessed with this forever and i even challenge you Get this, even if you think you're great at wings, because I was yes. fine, I was comfortable doing it. But this, when I tell you, it makes my life so much easier. You do it I twice I, as fast. Yeah, I stamp out my wings, I line my eye, and then afterwards, I'll go in with the Sephora one, and then I exactly. sharpen out and I do my sharp lines. But it gives me the groundwork of at least I know where it's going, and then I know it's even every time. Exactly, you're lining up that edge of the stamp with that point of the yes. edge of your eye, yes. and you're just stamping. And then the other one, because let me tell you something, the Kaja one that everyone loved and whatever. And I think that went viral yeah. for the wrong reasons. This should have gone this viral. This should have gone viral. The Kaja one, I tried it. I was not I did not like I the agree. stamp. They sent I it thought to it me. was I didn't too like it. chunky. I didn't like it. It wasn't even clean looking. I couldn't Ugh. even remotely work with it. This one is incredible. I know. Love this. So definitely get this and go get that Sephora liner. Use them together. Life changing. Amazing. Totally. Oh my God. All right, girly. On to our fragrance. There was a rumor that this was getting discontinued and Miss Mom, I almost burned down. Starting. You better know what that is. Lindsay Lohan, but I was Being confused. Followed. You had a sex voice on and that's what was more alarming to me. What a good song. Well, she Why has... can't they back up Oh, me? you really like that song? I don't like that song. Why can't they let me live? I yes. hate that song. Oh. They did it on Drag Race as a lip sync song and I was like... Wah. No. Obsessed. Ugh. I listened to that while I ate Hamburger Helper. <laughs> just holding it in for that long yeah we have mac turquatic perfume you talked about this two episodes ago is my jam this has always been my jam and i know for a fact oh my god you know who wear this you know who wear this you know who wears this all the time trixie mattel really she wears this all the time in or out of drag and i was wearing this for years because i felt the same way when Uh i'm in and out of makeup Sometimes I feel like I, I want to feel my zhuzh when I'm in makeup and I feel a little more feminine. But totally. when I like take off my makeup and I take it off at the end of the day, I want to feel like I'm still me, you know, and yes. I'm always 100% me. But my fragrance does a lot of that. So I'll wear perfume mm-hmm. when I put makeup on and I feel like that bitch. Yes. But when I'm going out, if I have full glam on, but I still want to feel like me. I want that androgyny. And it's a unisex fragrance is why I champion MAC because mm-hmm. they were always that type of brand to do things that were more universal, more of like that gender fluid kind Absolutely. of vibe before it was the capitalistic trend one thousand yeah. percent and this is something that makes me feel like it is just so unique to like what i do too like it's just very like in the middle of the road it is so beautiful it's more of like an aquatic from the it name is. obviously it's a little like summery summery yeah. very beachy vibes but yes. not as beachy not where it smells much, like though. sunscreen I would wear it year round i literally i'm not joking when back to mac was still a thing when you could recycle mac products mm-hmm. i went in there one day with 
eight or nine bottles of this plus yeah. other products. And she was like, wow, you really, really like, like this. this. It was amazing to me. And then she was like, oh yeah. And she even said to me, she was like, yeah, there's like rumors that like this might be getting pulled. Oh no. And I just looked at her and I was like, I hope you're kidding. Yeah. I said, I'm about to take everything off your shelves, which is probably like a wet dream for her. Yes. But let me tell you something. A 1.7 of this is, guess how much it is? And Mac is pretty pricey. Yeah. 1.7, I would say 50. 67. Okay. All right. So like, I'm bad with fragrance but prices, like, but yeah. But to give you like a reference, usually a 1.7 is usually going to yeah. run you about 100, 115. <gasps> okay. And most, I have no idea fragrance Most, uh, Yeah. Most fragrance. Yeah, I'm like $20? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. Hmm. But a lot of these brands now are like their fragrances, especially Estee Lauder, because this is Estee Lauder owned, mm-hmm. you, jacking up those prices. They just came out with a, a Jagunda size of it. It was like huge and I bought it. It was 80 something dollars. I was wow. like, what the fuck? I was like, they could be charging 100 15 yeah and i would still buy it love that so this is one of my favorites they used to have other perfumes too that i talked about that they did like collections people loved and ate those up and this is the this is the original one they kept this and got rid of everything else i'm like why is nobody talking about this fragrance and maybe people love it but nobody talks about this and that's very interesting because i feel like fragrance is such an easy way to make money my dad was a truck driver years and years ago and he literally used to drive uh, fragrance containers and he really? said yeah he told me a story one time about how he was like in the receiving I don't know port <laughs> like of ships or something I've been there too you were I the port I am really on one today <laughs> you were the port yeah, yeah. Um, I am the receiving port yes. yeah and he said a guy said to him he's like look at that drum and there was one whole drum and he goes that whole drum is the pure concentrated fragrance and he goes that will make like a million bottles of perfume because he goes what you don't realize is the perfume is so concentrated he was like it's like 95 percent rubbing alcohol with like a drop of the fragrance. That's wow. why every celebrity comes out with perfume because it's it's such an easy product to make a shit it's ton a of money. It's money making Because it's so yeah. cheap to make and it's so easy to mark up. I mean, Rihanna, Gaga, oh that whole God. year of everybody coming out with fragrances and everybody. Rihanna was like, Rihanna did like multiple. Nicki yes. Minaj did like Britney. 400. I was Iconic, like, <gasps> yes. Her, oh Britney was God. one of the OGs of all the, of the all fragrance. All those celebrity brands. Yes. It was in that few years too, everybody was doing that's it. Why every, that's why celebrities come out with them because it's such an easy yeah. way to make money. So I'm I'm surprised that Mac would do that, you know, get rid of their older ones, if especially if they no, were that good. No, it was good. the newer ones or the newer ones. I'm sorry, and that, they, like the collection and, and people. I, it really did shock me. Maybe they didn't do well, but they were so beautiful. But I think this is such a staple, and it was so iconic for yeah. them. I just don't know why nobody talks about this more. I absolutely love yeah. it. I think it's such a beautiful fragrance, like especially when I go out and I just want to have like something very middle of the road, not too strong. Love that. Not and too can you soft. get this in Mac stores? You can. Okay. If you want to go and try it. Yep. So. Oh my God, go spray it. They usually have it up at the registers too, awesome. or right to the left or right of them, usually on those shelves. It's usually right by the registers and they have a tester and it's beautiful. So go smell it. And the packaging is stunning. And it's not too big. So when I travel and I throw this in a travel bag, totally. it fits everywhere. Yes. All right. Next up, we have the iconic London Underglow Blurring Primer. To be honest with you, I'm like, this is a product, which is why it's on this list, that it almost like is difficult for me to describe because again, being a combo oily diva, I see the word glow and I whip it out my window. <laughs> like this. I thought you were just going to say you whip it whip out. It out. <laughs> I see the word glow and I whip. Yeah. Z- yeah. And just, yeah. I am yeah. your gas attendant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and 
I got this in PR. I got this and the blurring skin the tint, tint <gasps> which is also, it almost made the list. The iconic so London good. skin tint, controversial. I like it better than the Fenty skin tint. If you want a lightweight skin tint, I love it so much better. This though, I have never in my life came across a product that has a subtle, finely milled, and I know that's a weird thing to say with liquid, but what I mean by that is compared to Charlotte Tilbury Flawless Filter or Elf Dupe, which you you know our opinions on, it's just big, chunky shine, glow, glitter. It's just, it, it literally looks like you put gl- yeah. glitter on your face. This is that glow, that absolutely beautiful hydrating radiance to the skin. But somehow on top of that, that doesn't make you more oily. When I tell you, as you're putting this on, the smoothness this gives your skin, the slip without being a silicone, exactly, that's going to clog the pores, the most beautiful slip to the skin, again, because of that, that subtle tint and glow to it, I have to, I can wear less foundation because this evens out the skin tone a little bit. And the wear I get on this, everything about it is absolutely to die for. That's my rave about this. Oh my God. I just, it's one of a kind. Yeah. Me. When yeah. I, when the skin tint came out and I felt the primer in my head, the first thing that came to mind was, do you remember the pink serum primer that was like the dropper and then Ulta came out with one and they still have it. Yeah. And it was almost like a little glistening, glimmery, shimmery. And yeah. then when you put it on, it almost had this, like it dried down to this texture that was like un real skin but what i love about this is that like you're saying it gives you that slip and the blurring it doesn't just leave like a a, a smooth texture it is physically blurred on the skin but you still have this radiance i would wear this on my bare skin absolutely because you look blurred it's not until you put makeup on that it looks blurred you look blurred when you put it on yeah nothing else on top of it yes and then with makeup on top of it you just look better like glass Unreal. I love this primer. Mature skin for this. Holy shit. I wish I had this when I did bridal makeup. I know. And this oh is, my God. Yeah, this is incredible. To die for. And I'm not even a big primer person. I don't really like believe the hype of primer to there a are perfect very, extent. Very, very few that yeah. I use. I yeah. don't believe, oh, like professional. No, girl. What are we doing? Smashbox, the original one, no. that silver. No. Pure silicone. Do you remember when Tati Westbrook was using Monistat? gel as a primer she was what it was a lady product let me put it that way i don't know specifically the brand what it was and it might have been like an anti-chafing situation for down there and she literally because it was so silicone would use it as primer do you this is what 2016 makeup was doing to us nikki tutorials i don't know if it was her that originated this thing but with the nivea for men the cooling shave balm yes as a primer which actually was Kind of lit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, I never used that. And then do you know what I thought of the other day? And I, I need this to be a safe space right now. We'll see. So the other day, somebody said to me, they were like, when people get sweaty, right? Yeah. And, you know, we have like secure the sweat primer from one size. And they were, I was like, oh, yeah, it didn't really like work for me. I still got a little oily, a little sweaty. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, hmm. I mean, I know it's not good for you. And this, they would never make this. But yeah. I'm like. You know how they have like setting sprays that are supposed to mattify and keep you sweat resistant all day? Uh I'm like, why don't they use something to the degree of like men's spray deodorant that keeps you sweat free all day? Something to that level because I've used like spray deodorants are my favorite because I get very irritated. So that is the only thing that doesn't. Yeah. And I'm like, why have we not come up with something for makeup that can mattify like that where sweat and oil can't come through it? Because if my deodorant can do it and it's not good for you. Uh, That's what I mean. Maybe it would be too poor clogging. I mean, but 
bitch, if I have like one night, I'm about to use that spray deodorant. Like an eventy yeah. situation. Yeah. Spray deodorant on your face and let us know how well, it goes. That's what they said. They were like, well, you be the guinea pig for that. And I was yeah. like, honestly, I might. Do it up. And I'm going to be Tati now putting Drag queen hairspray. Okay. That's what I'm saying, yeah. though. If you can use Aquanet on your mother face. You can. I mean, you can use anything on your I, face. I can. Yeah. I can put Should shit you? on my Who face. Knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Try it out. I might try it out. Let us know. And my face comes off next episode. Yeah. I'm like, fully you come red. up like inflamed. Okay. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, hmm. oh, it didn't work. Wonder why. All righty. Next up. All right. Next up, we have the Revlon oh. Color Stay Satin Ink Liquid Lipsticks. Girl, another thing you turn me on to. Something. So one day, I will tell you a little origin story of mm-hmm. I would try this on a whim. I was in Ulta and I was like looking around for something, you know, just kind of like, you know, when you go in and you just want to buy something to make yourself feel better. So I went in and went ahead and bought this in the shade Partner in Crime 007. And I remember looking at these and the girl at the register was like, yeah, I saw these. Let me know how it works out for you next time you're in. Let me tell you something. With the trend of uh, Urban Decay and House Labs have the ones that dry down to like that liquid lip that stays kind of glossy. What I love about this formula is that you do not need to shake it. Where Urban Decay and House, you got to shake. And then also too, the drama and conflama of letting it House Labs is like, don't let your lips touch yeah, for you have to- a minute. And then <laughs> yeah. Gaga posted that video recently on YouTube where she was like, <laughs> like yes. fanning her mouth. And then they had to speed it up because she was there for so long, not touching her lips together. And then she was like, okay, we're good. I know. And this one, I never think twice about it. And honestly, the shade range, they put House Labs and Urban Decay to shame. They I were know. the ones that did it first. Revlon did yes. it first. I have talked about oh. these relentlessly. If you know me and you were an OG on my Instagram, my you already God. know I have been talking about these forever. Your go-to, the shade? Oh my Zero God, there's one. one. The is most fierce. perfect cool tone situation. And it stays shiny glossy if you will but yes. dry sound where it's not even going to transfer doesn't on a glass. transfer on a glass and I, I feel like it's the best formula out of all of the ones that are like the satin no transfers yes. house labs is okay it honestly starts to like feel like kind of crumbly yeah. and weird urban decay is nice it's decent they're shades but the shades are garbage and then this one it's oh. this it's this creamier thicker consistency but doesn't feel weird on the lips yes. and i know give from gwen stefani yeah. came out with one they came out with red so you're not going to even like come out with more than one shade where revlon but my god shade range. as we head into holiday season if you want like your holiday red lip that is going <gasps> to have like that shiny beautiful oh red lip god. that is not even going to come off oh, on a glass i to did die for oh my god i did a look i did a harley quinn and i did a blue and pink eye with this red lip when i tell you it was this glassy cherry red this all day yeah. people were stopping me yeah. what it was and send I send it to me and I'll put it in. Oh my god. Yeah. And I eat and drink with these and they don't move. Don't move. These are incredible. And they're everywhere. CVS, oh, Walgreens, everywhere. Ulta, everywhere they have Revlon, they have these. Absolutely. So run, don't walk. Totes. Because they're going bankrupt. <laughs> They are. I know. All right. Next up for me. And I feel like we've talked about this on the past like couple episodes. The Kiss Impress Lashes. I can't say enough the about best. these little individual like clusters. There is a little piece of like adhesive tape on the top. So you literally take your tweezer and stick them right to the top like this. So they're not going on the top. It's not covering your eyeshadow. We both worn them to weddings and they last through a hurricane. These are the easiest lashes I've ever put on. And I've said this before. If I'm buying makeup, you know, I love it because I get sent everything. When I went to Ulta, I just bought another pack of these. They're I showed so you. They're absolutely incredible. Amazing. 
they are my beautiful favorite. easy lashes i've ever used by far and i hate cluster lashes agreed i hate the drama of it all yep. of doing like let me put a few and like let me see if it works these are like different though you because know why these always, give you volume and you know why i always hated it because when you're putting clusters on top the only place they're adhered <gasps> is at the base uh. so what could happen was this where you would hold your mic in my mouth <laughs> what would happen was you would put them on the lash line and they would go like this. One would be up and one would be down because they're only held on at the base. Yeah. Where these, they are literally the entire top of the lash is adhered to your actual lashes. So they're all uniform. Honey, they would be doing the wheatgrass movements if <laughs> you didn't doing have the a- weight. Like yeah. as you're going, yeah. So I'm telling you guys, if you want to oh, dip your yes. toe into lashes and these have to be the most beautiful, easy, no glue, just lashes. Don't, just used. don't use that applicator. That's my only. No, use my your regular tweezers or your fingers or finger. Yeah, totes. All right. Next up, we have the Hourglass, the Unreal High Shine Volumizing Lip Gloss. Say that three times fast. Yes. And my God. But let me tell you something. The I first- gotta say, your lip gloss skank. And oh. so for you to have for this to have made the list, is this is- your favorite lip gloss? No. I will say the Buxom White Russian is oh, my well, favorite. Oh, that's your prostitution lip gloss. Yeah, that yeah. is... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's your goopy-doo pour out of the bottle. This is absolutely incredible. Specifically, the shade Provoke mm. and Fever. So Fever replaced Marc Jacobs' um, Cherry Moon, which was that hot, hot pink that I loved. And this was the exact same color. Mm. And then... Became a fast favorite, but Provoke is the most cool tone, perfect nude. Wow. Is that I put this? It, yeah. Okay. That's I put the this, photo and it we looks have. darker on the photo. the photo. It goes on like wow. nobody's business, and I can't get enough of these glosses. Yeah. A little goes such a long way, too, because the applicator holds a lot, and it's flat, so it holds so much. And I was going to say, I think I have one of these. They're pretty fuller coverage. Yes. Yes. And you know me, I love to goop on a gloss. To be honest with you, and you're going to hate me for this, that's why I don't love, love buxom lip gloss. They're not that full coverage to me. Oh, I agree. That's why I have to goop it on. I removed that's the stopper I mean. from my buxom glosses because I need to like... <laughs> yeah. 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 That's where like, because it's... Ju- I'm like, what yeah. the hell is this doing? Oh no. Yeah, I agree. This is coverage. Yes. You need one. And that's what I love about this applicator. It holds enough where it's full coverage and I can control it where I usually just Absolutely. pop a little bit on, use both sides of the applicator and I'm done. Like yeah. I love these and I've worn it alone with lip liner. They are the most stunning glosses. Mm. They have more sheer ones too. Halo is like a white pearlescent shimmer in like a clear base so if you just want that like almost like diamond milk from fenty lip last but not least is the revlon color stay full cover foundation okay so this is such a recent find for me i absolutely fell in love with my dior matte foundation this was like the goat for me it was incredible the reason i found this was when i filmed on ali glein's channel with her and we did the collaboration Mm -hmm. it was all drugstore and to be honest i really didn't have a drugstore matte foundation that i loved so what i did knowing i was going there was i bought every mother drugstore matte foundation i could find and i wore them and i wore them and i wore them leading up to it to see how i liked it this blew me out of the water. It's a moussier consistency, which I love for someone with pores, which people who do have combination and oily skin tend to have enlarged pores on the nose and T-zone. The moussey texture, this blurs like no one's business, is more mattifying than Dior. This wears better than Dior, where this is the foundation I've said before on the pod. 
I wore this to the Beyonce concert at the end of July, 92 degree weather outdoor in Philly stadium. So it was, and it was 92 degrees until 10 PM. I got home. I was barely shiny and not an ounce of the makeup was broken up. This has to be one of the, not only drugstore, but best mattifying foundations I have ever used in my life. If you are excessively oily and you actually want a foundation that is not going to let the oil come through on your nose. I have to try this. It's breathtaking, but, and I would even challenge that you not being as oily as me, the moosiness this has is still so beautiful. This would look stunning on you even with less oily skin than me. I want to like run and go get this right now. It's to die for. It's, it's absolutely stunning. And I feel like because of all the glow, 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 drugstore matte foundations are the hardest to find because everything is glow city or tints or Mm. tinted moisturizers. It's not the same level of representation for oily skin at the drugstore as it is for dry skin. You're right. Oh, and this is part of their color stay line. So same thing as the ink, the satin ink liquid lip. So you know it's that long wear formula. So moving. Love Love this. Oh my God, I can't wait to try this. I know. This sounds so incredible. So this is our products we wish could have gone viral. If you've already tried these or you want to try any of these, let us know because we'd love to know your thoughts yeah Alrighty, guys that is it for our brand new episode of beautiful or bothered make sure to or bothered mother (laughs) (laughs) i'll get the title of our podcast we've done we're we're going on almost 40 episodes yeah i can't get the title right Thank you so much for listening or watching to a brand new episode of Beautiful and Bothered. We have the neon sign coming in, by the way, everybody. Oh, my God. She's ordered. So hopefully. when do I get to take the sledgehammer to this one, I know, apparently? Yeah. Because my, my name isn't on there. When you get to slash my ego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for watching or listening to a brand new episode of Beautiful and Bothered. Make sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review, pretty please. Yes, If please. you want your episode one day early, make sure to subscribe to the official YouTube channel to get your video episode on Sunday. And wherever you are, we hope you are happy. Happy, safe, and healthy. And remember, you are beautiful. Bye, guys. Bye.